Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. All right, hey guys, thanks for joining me this week on Bubbles and Biz. And I'm really, really excited to um, share this podcast with not only my best friend, but um, also another small business owner. So we wanted to get together and just have a glass of champagne and talk about our business. So our businesses, I should say. Um, So welcome to the show, Cassia Rivera. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Um, Like I said, we talked before and I have never interviewed anybody. So, um, you know, this will be a first. (laughs) So bear with me, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so I wanted to let everybody know, um, you know, some some people that listen to us might know both of us, but you never know. Um, A little history about us is that we've known each other 25 years, I guess. Now? Has it been that long? Oh my god! I think so. Yeah, I think it is twenty-five years. Yeah, yeah. Because we met like going into high school, right? Like ninety-four-ish. Man, no, I met you when I was twelve. That's true. You were one of the first people I met in Louisiana. Yeah, twenty-seven years. So I just dated myself. Oh my god. Anyway, okay, keep going. <laughs> I'm um, gonna pour some more champagne now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of that, tell us what you're drinking, and then I'll share what I'm drinking. I am drinking the Mom Napa Brut Rosé. Mm, in your very sophisticated wine voice, what are you yeah. tasting? <laughs> oh, I, I taste a little floral with a hint of brute rosé. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's very bubbly. It's delicious. Very technical, too. Yeah. I like it. Um, have you ever had, like, the canned ones, like the house wine? Um, no. I've had I- boxes of wine. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I see, I have friends and neighbors that drink out of those and, uh, they look, they look pretty awesome. They really are. Like you should try them. I got it on sale. It was like four bucks. And I don't know. Cause okay, I, well, maybe it's like summer and it's hotter. Um, really yummy, right. bubbly okay. and you know, I'll try yeah. that next interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, okay. So back to, uh, small businesses. Cause I, yeah, I guess that's what we're supposed to be talking about. But, um, so how long have you been a small business owner. How did it start? Like what, give us your story. Yeah. Well, I've been a small business owner here in North Carolina for a little over three years. Um, basically I fell into photography when I was pregnant with my firstborn, which is going back six years. Um, my husband, you know, he got me a professional camera and said, I really, I wanted to get you this so you can practice and then take some amazing shots of Eli when he's born. Um, and 1500 photos later in his first month, I realized I fell in love with something other than my child. Yeah. Um, and that, that's really where it all started. Um, and then, you know, I stayed at home and raised him and then his brother. Um, and I got to a point where I was very networked in our community here in North Carolina, where I decided that it would probably be a good idea to get out of, you know, out of my, I'm all day a mom, all day a wife. Um, but what am I doing? for my career, you know, so I, I stepped out in faith, um, and started my photography business and so far, so, so, so good. So I'm excited. Yay. That's awesome. I know. And your prints are just amazing. Like, I mean, not prints, just your 
all of it. Like, oh, and Thank she took my you. pictures on my website. If anybody yeah. knows that, um, yeah, there she, you're so talented and I'm so happy you found something you're so passionate about. Cause that's like, I, am. I mean, it's kind of hard to like, I mean, being a small business owner is hard. So if you're not like passionate it about it, like, that's right. I don't yeah. know how somebody's going to. Right. Photography also is a very saturated market. Yeah. Um, you know, so finding your niche and, uh, and also I'm self-taught. So I, I, I had a huge obstacle before me. Right. Of how was I going to differentiate myself? How was I going to be successful? Um, right. So those were the things when I first got started that were, lo- it was almost like looking up a mountain. Yeah. Um, you know, so now I'm halfway up the mountain <laughs> uh, well, with my bottle of champagne. Right. <laughs> hey, we all are. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> Um, so what do you do to like balance your, you know, work and life? Like you said, you know, you got kids, the husband, right. Business, like, cause I'm still, that yeah. is something like I still yes. struggle. And I think we probably all do, but like, right. Like you got there. Love to hear it. Yeah. Well, so I wouldn't call myself balanced by any means, but I would definitely say that, um, I got to this point and I, and I had to reinvent some things and that was organization. Now I'm highly organized and I've cut out like a little bit of time for myself every day where I blow off steam for myself. Um, Those two things have given me a sense of more control and not overwhelming feeling Mm -hmm. like I used to have when I first started this. Right. Yeah. And that's been huge for me. Yeah. Um, I I wasn't, you know, I didn't grow up the highly organized person as you probably well know. I was more like, you know. Let me just socialize and I'll, I'll get there when I get there. Right. But, well, I was right along with you. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So this has, has really taught me like organization is key to everything. And then also, you know, taking that time for yourself, you know, has really helped me to do. Yeah, that. that's true. Like, that's a big thing too. I think especially yeah. too as moms too, because it's like we have so yeah. much time. Yeah. Dedicated to the kids and like what they need and if like, you know, all of these exactly. things. Um, yeah, right. I totally and agree that's with that. Own twenty four seven job, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're always mom. Any mom. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like even like, yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, yes. Yeah, that's something like I think everybody struggles with, and they, like I like that you said that you take out time for you too. Like, I've kind of yes. done that lately. Like ever since the half marathon in November, it's just been like yeah. I don't know. Like, and I guess you know we moved and like all of that stuff. So recently, I've tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, recently I've tried to get into that routine again. And it's, you know, not like clockwork yet, but it's getting better sure. and it, you know, feels better. Like, Oh dude, I started playing soccer again. Oh, oh my God. It hurts so bad. Oh, like, my first, like two <laughs> weeks I was like, how, how did this happen? How did right. I get like this? Right. <laughs> but then it was awesome. And then I got like competitive, like, you know, I'm like, okay, Great. almost 38. I mean, there ain't no compete, like competing you know anymore. What? That's but, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it was Do you fun. feel her coming back now, that, that old competitive spirit that you used to thrive off of, right? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's kind of spilled awesome. into other things, like with my work and, you know, just other, like, right. other aspects of life. Yeah, I just kind of forget how much amazing that sport is, you know, for different it's reasons. True. Yes, it's, it is. It's, it's life-changing. Yeah, it really is. So. Um, okay. What? Oh yeah. So do you have any like go-to apps or automation or anything? You said you talked about you're being really organized in processes and stuff. Oh my goodness, Are there yes. anything? Yeah. What? Yes, I Share. <laughs> uh, well, so MailChimp is my go-to for capturing all emails from nice. clients or would-be clients or any networking events that I do. I, you know, put out some, you know, little notations for people to put their emails in and they can mm-hmm. win free headshot. 
um, at professional networking. Um, and, and that has really helped me um, keep my clients surprised of any mini shoot specials. Those are very popular because, you know, people with little kids especially don't have 45 minutes to just go have a photo shoot with right. two and three year olds. Mm-hmm. Um, and mini shoots are 20 minutes long. So they, they love that. And so I really do, um, have a good following with mini shoot specials. And so MailChimp helps me keep that all together. That's awesome. Um, as far as like accepting credit cards, my square reader, which is, you know, the square point of sale that mm-hmm. you can put on your phone and you have this little credit card chip thing and they swipe it right to your phone. That is amazing. Um, and then my PayPal app. So anyone mm-hmm. can PayPal me after a, a photo session. Um, that's been very helpful. And then into it for keeping track of all my expenses, my travel, my reimbursements, and also sending all my invoices out to my clients. That has been key. That's awesome. I need to, I need something like that in my life. It's, it's a lifesaver. Yes. And it's very professional. So you can keep your professional face of your company. Nice. uh, Which is very important to me to be. So yeah, those, those three things are everything. That's my business. Okay. Cool. I will link on those yeah. like in the podcast notes so everybody can okay, great. see those too. Yeah, I love MailChimp too because yeah. I mean, it's come so far too. It's like a little bit yeah. more than just email too. You know, like yes. you can do landing pages, you can do automated drips, like you could do social campaigns, like MailChimp's exactly. awesome. It is. It is wonderful. Sweet. Um, okay. And then another topic we talked about recently was like things in our business that scare us. Um, like yes. that push us to like the next level kind of, um, and you recently had one of those. So I'd love to hear more about that. Oh, sure. So are you speaking about the alligator river? Yes. Um, like the pictures oh, yeah. of like venomous snakes and bears. and <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So back in my, you know, photography can be anything you want to make it, which is another reason why I love this business is because I think anyone who really knows me doesn't really put me in a box, right? Because I don't, I'm not in a box, but so what I liked about photography is that, Hey, I can do a, a, a smash cake photo session here. And then look, I can go and be a wildlife photographer next weekend. Yeah. I think at the end of my career, what I would love nothing more in my dream would be just to be a wildlife photographer. Cause that's really where my heart is, um, is with animals and nature and, and those types of things. So anyway, long story short, I'm in a couple of chat groups with photographers and they're starting to send pictures of this refuge that's three and a half hours away from me. Um, and they're talking about the alligator river refuge. There's the endangered red wolf is there, these black bears and, and there's blurry photos of these black bears and you know, there's not any photos of the red wolves. So I knew that I want to go out there and I want to try to get a portrait shot of a black bear. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that is a goal of mine in 2019. And, and I'm talking about nine months ago is when I first heard of this place. So I got together, um, with my notes and, and started really researching wildlife photography and I'd take my camera out to the lakes and mountains around here and we, you know, take shots. And then I started researching black bears, their behavior, the refuge. And, and then I finally fine tuned it all to where I felt comfortable, you know, comfortable enough to go out there. Um, and then my husband was like, no, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I know your husband. I'm surprised he let you go. <laughs> I know he, well, he was really nervous about that. He's not much of your, let me stand by a black bear kind of guy. But then my brother said, I will fly in because he's a travel writer and I'll go with you because I can get some content for travel writing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so he flew in and we embarked out at three in the morning because we wanted to get there right when the sun 
came up um, Uh because that's what we heard. The bears come out first thing in the morning and then an hour before sunset. So we got a rental car and we put all our supplies out there and barely any sleep. We get in, we drive three and a half hours out. And the most beautiful uh, scene I have seen in a long time is just going over. You have this two lane bridge that goes over into the island like it's Jurassic Park. Oh, Yes. And then the sun is rising and it's just, it was one of the most beautiful sights. And I told my brother, this is going to be a good day. Yeah. So, yeah. So we got out there and I mean, this thing is like 150,000 acres. It's so massive. They started it in the eighties for, um, these, this wildlife to have habitat because they were becoming endangered and there were problems, you know, with, uh, the animals being killed and run out and all of those things. So, you know, you could drive through the refuge the whole time or you can get out and walk the trails and, or do both. And so we did both and we didn't see any bears for the first eight hours. So we're out there in the heat okay. and there's, you know, huge um, horse flies the size of baby birds right. biting us. And, and so we're at hour eight and my brother's like, and I, we both agreed, we're starving and we're exhausted. We need to take a break. So he got the idea that we need to go out and talk to the locals. We need to find some locals and see where the bear sightings really are. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what happened. We did, we went out and we, we had lunch and then we went to this wildlife and fishery center and, and we started hearing from the locals where we might find the bears. Mm. Um, So then once we felt like we had a a second, when we went back out and we're driving and I said, stop, stop the car. And deep in the woods, I felt like I saw bear ears. It was the most random thing. I thought it was hallucinating though, <laughs> but I get out of the, I get out of the truck and I go into the woods and there she is with her four cubs in her den. Oh, so, yes. So I stopped right where I was, you know, to give her space, but I just called out to her and I just stood there and I watched these baby cubs run up the tree, climb up the tree. Cause they saw me. Mm -hmm. Um, and she stood up and looked my way and then she laid back down. So her body language was telling me, I see you, but you're not a threat. So what we basically did is we just hung out there for a long time until she came out. She finally came out of the woods. Um, and I was right there, you know, I was able to just stay and be patient. And that's when she came out and she started walking and pacing back and forth. She did not mind me at all. Um, you know, you have to call out to the bears. They, you have to let them know you're there because they have blurry vision. So they can't right. see. Uh-huh. Yeah. So as long as you're talking to them, they know you're there. If they see some object moving, they don't hear it or know what it is. They'll attack, you know, so right. mm-hmm. just to defend themselves, especially a mom with her den. Right. Yeah. Um, I just got little yeah. babies. Exactly. You know what we would do. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was amazing. So I was just there taking all of the photos and and she gave me 10 minutes of just her hanging out. And then she just went back into her den. Wow. So, yeah. The one, the one picture that I saw of her is amazing. Like how many did you get? I, well, I probably got, um, eight to 10 different, uh, I hate to call them poses, but <laughs> eight, eight to 10 different situations with her. Right. <laughs> so I was very happy. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, so, oh yeah. She looked like, I don't know. She looks sweet. Like she doesn't look like she, you know, like, yes. I don't know how she was in person, but and yeah, in person, I would definitely say she was protective, but laid back and she was protective enough to where you knew you had to respect her space. If you encroached any further than, you know, was respectable, she would have let you know that was not okay. Yeah. Um, but she also was, ve- her body language and her 
the way she was walking and where she was going was very laid back. That's awesome. Um, yes. So it was great. And then, um, when I got home, I, you know, didn't really even have to edit the photos cause the lighting was perfect. It was two hours before sunset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the wildlife and fisheries of North Carolina contacted me to see if it was okay to bar or have those photos to for their promotions. For oh their my promotions. God. Dude, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was a huge win for me and my brother who was along on the ride. So right, yeah, that is yeah. so cool. Um, did you ever get a picture or see the fox? Never saw um, the endangered red wolf was out oh, there. Wolf, sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, but there are foxes, I think, out there. But I didn't see either. <laughs> yeah, but we did see red wolf prints and scat, which <clears throat> is their poop. Right. So yeah. There's a lot of that everywhere. Where did you see that snake, and what kind of snake was that? So that was a water moccasin. Um, And I will tell you one thing about that refuge. If you are scared of snakes, do not go there. I mean, they were crawling out everywhere. I've never seen so many in my whole life. Oh my God. And you were okay with that? I'm I'm not scared of wildlife. No, it didn't freak me out at all. But yeah, I'm from Louisiana though. So So that's one of the reasons though, like whenever we like, you know, end up going back to the South or anything, I think about like really staying there. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, there are snakes lurking. Yeah. No, I understand. Especially well, when I have my little ones with me, I'm like, I don't like snakes around them very much. But Right. But, you know, I'm okay with it. yeah. Well, even Benton, I mean, my husband is like, I mean, they're not going to like, <laughs> their goal in life isn't to like jump out and kill you. And I'm like, well, I know that, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I know. anyway, um, <laughs> so was it scary or like scary, exciting, nervous, or just like, just completely like amazing? Like, I would say, I think the fear just was out of it, out of the equation because I had so much time to research and, you know, and, and have this, I envisioned myself there for so many months that Mm -hmm. that was not a factor. I would definitely say when she came out, it was almost like time stopped and it was just me and her. And then, and so it was almost like there was no noise and I wanted to get the shot, but I also wanted to respect her. So I felt like there was a big challenge on my hand to, uh, first of all, I didn't have a tripod. So any shaking would have blurred out her photo easily. So mm-hmm. everything had to be in that moment and I had to be calm and I couldn't get too excited or you shake. So <laughs> that was the challenge of just keeping it in the moment and just breathing. Right. Uh, to get her, her shot. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I might venture out and say, was this outside of your comfort zone a little bit or not really? Cause yeah. you've done so. Okay. Oh, definitely. Um, I would say because of the heat and the hunger and the time that it took to get the shot. Okay. Um, when they, you know, they say nothing good in life comes easy. Right. Um, that's a hundred percent correct with anything. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's what, it was very hard to get that shot that day. Right. That's awesome. But I wasn't leaving there. I told my brother, we're not leaving. We will park in this truck and wake up the next morning if we have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how, like, what would your advice be for other business owners, like to break out of their comfort zone or to like, you know, set a goal and like really, you know, go after it. Like, it's so hard. We have so many things going on, like, you know, right. just life, um, any advice, right. any of that? I think definitely like out of your comfort zone is, is a must in your business because, you know, if you're, if you're going to want to be successful, you're going to have to get out of that comfort zone because everyone else in their comfort zone um, is being beaten by everyone out of their comfort zone. So right. no matter what that looks like, you should definitely do one or two things a day um, outside of your business that's outside of your comfort zone. And you should do that. 
you know, and, and that's something that I try to do um, at least once a day. Um, another thing that I really want to talk about is there's going to be voices of uh, criticizing voices out there and whatever you try to do. People are going to have an opinion. Um, and then if you let those opinions become the voices that govern what your decisions are. Um, my advice would be you, if you know you're passionate about something, if you want something, you go all in for that something and you listen to what the wise people around you say, the, the positive people around you have to say, but anyone who's overcritical, um, has negative remarks about what you're doing, drown that out. Do not let it become that voice. I think I've seen a lot of people fail because they get it in their heads, the critics, you know, the criticizing voices. So mm -hmm. I would definitely say surround your people or surround yourself with the successful people and, yeah. and even, you know, not just business, but how they live their life. If they're happy, if, you know, if they put their family first, if they have friends that are with them for many years, it says a lot about someone who has friends that stay with them. You know, right. that's a good person. Mm -hmm. right. right. So, um, I would just say that that's very important. Yeah, no, I, that's awesome. I totally agree too. And yeah. it's, it's like so easy yeah. to like this day and age, yeah. it seems like with social media and oh my you know, all the other outlets and you just see things, but you don't really know like that that's really what's happening, you know, like, right. um, you see it looks like a lot of fake, but I mean, it's hard. Like you see it and you're like, oh man, that looks awesome. Like, yeah. So sure. I, I yeah. totally, I totally agree. Like just be you, you know, do you do you that's as it. the kids say. These There's days. only one you is what I read somewhere. I was like, you know, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and we only get <laughs> one life to do it, you know. And that life goes by fast. Oh my yeah. goodness. I know. It's insane. Like my is going to be yeah. nine next month. Can you believe that? I cannot believe that. I know. I no. can't either. It goes by yeah. so quick. It does. Um, business life is even shorter. So true. Yeah, you're right. Like it really is. Um, yeah. so do what you love and you know, do what you know and, and work your butt off for cool. what you love. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know. Love it. Um, okay. Yeah. Lastly, your five favorites, uh, oh, yeah. list. your book, your favorite drink, your thing to do to relax, watch and places, a place to go. Okay. Um, my favorite book, let's see, would be The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. Mm, and this book, I would recommend it to people, especially in, in small business. It is yeah. key. I'm yeah. So that, that is, yeah, that's one of my favorite books. And my drink is old fashioned. <laughs> of course. <laughs> then, that's what, you have to uh, hang out with Benton's dad. That's his favorite drink. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. I've been He's called 65, it, um, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I've been called a wise man by many people. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing that I love to do to relax is cooking. I love cooking. Yeah. Um, yes. Flavors. To, like decompress, huh? Yeah, exactly. And put on some music and maybe pour some wine and I'm in my happy place. That's awesome. Um, so what I love to watch is right now the women's world cup. Is there anything yes! else to watch? <laughs> I know. I, am, I was so bummed. I thought the game was on like Tuesday. And so oh. like I go to my like neighborhood coffee shop and it had just ended on Monday and I was like, Oh no. But now I have it in my phone for tomorrow. Like I have an alarm. Yeah. Like World Cup starts in 30 minutes. <laughs> no, so yeah, the World Cup's Friday. Right? Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Oh wait. Wait, what's today? Oh, today's only like Wednesday. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, today's Wednesday. <laughs> I only know cuz it's organized right here on my paper. <laughs> what day? It's it right here in my Mailchimp that it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I need to look at that for day and time. Um, um and then <laughs> My favorite place to go is anything in nature, which yeah. whether it's in the mountains, I, that's my place to go. Awesome. Yes. Love it. Um, 
So where can people find you? Um, like your website, your social stuff, give us all that goodness. And I'll put those in the notes as well. So people can go check you out. Okay, great. Yeah. So you can find me. My website is Cassia Rivera photography.com. Should I spell that? Maybe. Cause I always put an I at the end of your name. Like it's river I a, right. I always oh, put an, uh, an extra I. Oh yeah. Okay. So my first name is C A S S I A. Last name is R I V E R A photography.com. Okay. Um, yeah. And so my contact information is all there. Um, you can also follow my wildlife and landscape photos on my Instagram. I only have one social right now. Um, which that's all you need. At, that's, that's exactly it. And so it's at Cassia Rivera photography as my handle on Instagram. Yeah. Well, um, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. No, well, thank you. Wonderful time talking to you and talking about myself. You know right. Well, <laughs> 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 and then, like all of the fun stuff about small business. It's been awesome. Yes. yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. And um, yeah, I, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, let me know if you got a small business or if you have any like questions on small business or anything like that. If you'd like to chat over some champagne, um, let me know and we could figure that out and I'll be back hopefully soon. I haven't been super consistent with podcasts, but I'm hoping for every week. So thanks for listening.